0: Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Hump Day Hotline on this. Uh, what is this? The AFC Championship version of the Hump Day Hotline. Uh, I am your host, Joe Miller, and uh, welcome into the show. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. It is good to have you, and we got a whole bunch of people up in here already, uh, including uh, a dude from Brazil. I uh, I can't. I don't know where he went, but uh, Brazil is representing. Brazil, Bills Mafia, Brazil is in the house. Uh, it's funny. I can't listen to the set. Get ready for the Britain. Chris Janke, bring on the butter. You guys are a trip, dude. Uh, but yes, welcome into the hump day hotline on the Buffalo fanatics multicast network. Uh, it's good to have you guys with us. Here's what's up. So last week we did something a little bit, a little bit different. We pivoted just a shade, uh, instead of bringing clay on at the bottom of the hour, we brought him on after I kind of did all the work up front that we need to do as far as, you know, ground rules, yada, 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 programming and stuff. We're going to do that again tonight. So, uh, with the with the playoffs being being in full effect, with the Bills playing the way that they're playing, and just uh, it's just a great time for everybody to be together. It's a great time for all of us to just be uh, just bonding on each other and like just working off of each other. So, uh, I'm excited that you're here. This is what we're going to do. So, you are watching this live unless you're watching it post-show. post, post show. But if you're watching it right now with me, you're watching it live. You're watching it on either Facebook, uh, YouTube, or on Twitter, Periscope. Uh, my recommendation, suggestion for you is if you're on Facebook or Twitter to jump over to YouTube if you can. Uh, the comment section here is usually in fuego uh, to, to use uh, the best reference that I can. Uh, we're going to do the best we can to allow you to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Daniel? What's up, Brian? What's up, everybody? Uh, what's up, Matthew? What's up, Robbie? It's good to see you. Uh, Chris has announced, Chris, the music at the beginning of your show played. I got to answer this question. So Chris is asking the question, hey, Joe, is the music at the beginning of your show played by the band you're in? So uh, yes and no. Uh, it's the band I used to be in. Uh, I was in a band a long, long time ago. I was a former recording artist, and I wrote that song, uh, in case anybody's wondering. And you can find it on iTunes uh and spotify if you can somehow figure out the name of my old band (laughs) so that's that but uh this is what we're gonna do we want you to be a part of the conversation tonight we want you to drive the show help us with the show uh the best thing you can do is jump over to youtube uh and super chat us if it's really important if you really want mine and clay's attention super chat us uh super chats always get read they always take priority we do the best we can the reality is is this room is gonna fill up? And when this room fills up, that chat is gonna go hot and heavy. And I love the energy that's in the comment section. I love the energy that's in the chat. I'm I'm expecting Kansas City Chief fans in here tonight. And yes, Randy, I did say En Fuego. In case you were wondering, I see uh I see your post up there. It's a uh, Randy Bobandi. I did say en Fuego. Yes, I did. Uh, but uh <clears throat> but uh yeah, welcome into the show, everybody. Do me a favor, real quick, whatever platform you are watching on, hump that like jump all over that like we got uh, 57 likes on youtube already i've got 11 i think on facebook but with that let's get right to it so i gotta jump over to a different page here real quick because as soon as i bring in clay this thing's gonna get all jabber wonky on me so let me let me move the stuff on my desk hang on a second (laughs) all right so everybody ladies and gentlemen if you could please welcome in clay troy clay what's up buddy
1: you know, I'm um, hanging in there. Not too much to complain about right now. Uh, I keep saying the Bills are winning, so I'm happy. So
0: right, it's 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 wildest dreamlands, bro. Mm-hmm. It's why it's legit wildest dreamlands. I mean, it's uh, we're literally. I mean, and I love the fact that I don't know if you caught that I tweeted about it the other day. I love the fact that, that 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 phrase is kind of taken off on Twitter. Like, there's people saying it back to me now, and it's like I just it's wildest dreams. I mean, it's you know we've got a freaking MVP caliber quarterback, wildest dreams. We've got the best wide receiver in the NFL, wildest dreams land. Right? I mean, we're in the AFC Championship game. Which you talk about that stuff preseason. And it's like, oh, this team is you know has a chance if things come together and if things work out the way you want them to work out, and if this is you know the deep defense plays well and the offense can be in the top fifteen in the league, then sure they could they could be one of those teams. And then like as the season progresses, we got Dolphin fans in here what a month and a half ago telling us that we were delusional. Remember? yeah D- the, del- you guys are delusional and it's like yeah. okay probably not as delusional as you guys are with Tua, but we might be delusional we might be okay with that but we were still realists right i'm getting interviewed by uh podcast and content creators for the for the for the patriots and they're they're telling me about how much they appreciate my attitude and what they've seen from fanatics and kind of some other content creators that's like well let's pump the brakes let's just kind of see what where the season goes and what's going to happen uh, and then the playoffs start. I mean, we go on a freaking tear after that freaking Cardinals game. And then the playoffs start and we beat, the, we beat the Colts. You and I were there. We beat the, we beat the Ravens, which is unbelievable. And here we sit staring down the, the chiefs and where are you at on all this? Talk to me, talk to me, Clay.
1: I mean, it, it really is, you know, it's wildest dreamsland. I, you, you think back, I mean, my goal, my goal at the beginning of the season is just get a playoff win. Right. Uh, and we've, we've already done that twice now. So, you know, what's next? We might as well go win the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> and it's, the team's actually good enough to the point where it's anyone we go up against, I'm, I'm going to feel confident, you know, because if, if the if the Bills go out there and they play their best football, they can beat anybody in the league. Uh, and so that, and that's really, you know, not like that's an easy thing to do, but if they play their best football, I know that they can beat anybody. So, uh, that's the thing that I kind of feel like is the most surprising to me is that I can confidently say that, um, that, that I've just, that I have that level of confidence in the team because I've never had that before in my entire life. Um, and so, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, I, I said on my podcast this week, I just, I don't really know how to feel because I've never been in a situation like this before I don't know how I'm supposed to feel when my team in the AFC championship game <laughs> I'm
0: not sure what to do with my hands um for sure dude uh I, I, I wouldn't say that I was right about Tua yet the only thing that I was right about Tua is it was a, it was a little early to crown him uh, all, my my biggest heat that I or heat my biggest uh whatever you want to call it butt hurt over the Tua thing was watching TV shows and have them saying Tua's coming. To, like the Bills are tearing up the league. They've beaten the Rams. They've beaten the Raiders. They've beaten all these teams. And it's, two is coming. Two, and it's like, give me, give me a break. And that was, we'll see. The jury is still out. We, you know, it's way too early to, to decide whether or not two is going to be any good. This is what I would say to you. You made the comment a second ago uh, that, uh, and I, and I get it because I live in that same space of wanting to make sure that my my we're content creators. Over and over again, what we say comes back to us. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's happened to you yet. I know that it hasn't happened on this show where somebody's come to you and said, you know, hey Clay, you said this two weeks ago or you said this last week. But it may have happened to you on Twitter. It happened to me on Rico's show where somebody called me out on. I think you were on it. Uh, it was uh, it was afterwards about some. Uh, it was it was a uh, Flossum. Uh, Phil Phil Flossum right. awesome yeah. said to me. He said you said that uh, AJ Klein wouldn't play, and I said no. What I think I said was that the Bills would probably stay in their base nickel with two linebackers. So I know that all this to say this. I know that you're measured. I know that you want to be measured. Being measured is smart. What you just said was this. I'm confident in my football team that if they play their best football, they can play with anybody. They beat a Colts team that I could argue they didn't play their best football. They beat a Ravens team that I'm going to argue they didn't play their best football. They're beating good football teams now, and they're not playing their best football. Now, whether you want to say it's because they're playing good football teams or you want to say that for whatever reason, they're not executing, the reality is, is they're not playing their best football. Where does the, I, don't, I don't want to jump to the Chiefs yet. I mean, we're supposed to do that at the bottom of the hour, right. but where does that leave you with the Colts game? Where does that leave you with the Ravens game knowing that like I came into the Ravens game and I said they've got to play their best football today. Like they're going to and the defense did. So let's just say that. The defense did. Mm-hmm. But the offense left some stuff on the field.
1: Yeah, I agree. It was And it was kind of, you know, I think it was a little bit of the opposite in, in the Colts game. I think in the Colts game, we saw the defense, uh, you know, left a little bit to be desired. You know, credit where credit's due to Phillip Rivers and that entire Colts offense. Uh, they played a really good football game. They had a great game plan. Uh, they knew how to attack the the Buffalo defense. They did a very good job. So credit to credit to them. They did play very well. And that, you know, that kind of plays into a little bit the mm-hmm. um are we playing our best and the other team is just outplaying us. Um, But even still, I think, you know, Josh Allen had a really good game that game. He was playing really clean football, great completion percentage. He was hitting the guys that were open. Um, He was taking what the defense was given and he, he connected on the deep shots, you know, he connected on the big plays and that's what you need to do. So, um, and then, you know, it, it was flip flop for the next game. The defense came out and they were firing on all cylinders. That defense yeah. looked so good. The tackles were on point. There were, I feel like there were very few times where I'm like, you got to make the tackle, you know, it happened here and there, but the defense, the, the game plan was so good. They were flying all over the place. And then the offense left a little bit to be desired. Yeah. And, I, and like I said, I'm going to credit the Ravens defense now because the Ravens defense is really good. Oh, you know, yeah. they, they're, they're, Top five, they were rated top five in pressure percentage, and they also have three probably the best corner trio uh, in the league. And so it's hard to be able to stop everybody. Um, I did kind of think that Diggs was still going to be able to to be able to do his mm. thing, and he did. And I think that that's that kind of proved that it doesn't matter who Diggs is playing against, he can he can still beat Diggs. Yeah. Um, so I thought that that was a good sign. But everybody else on that offensive side, I feel like left something out there.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah. so
1: and and those weren't the best. You know, those weren't the best teams in the league. They were very good teams, but they weren't the best teams. So now if I think if the Bills can go out there and put everything together, they can beat the Chiefs, they can beat the Packers, they could beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they could beat anybody at this point.
0: Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, you're watching the Humpty Hotline on the Buffalo Fanatics Multicast Network. I'm your host, co-host joe miller you can find me on uh uh, twitter joe miller wired and that's my other co-host uh clay troy you can find him on twitter at clay troy and he is the host of the buffalo counterpoint podcast so and what we're gonna do uh so whatever platform you're watching on jump on the like button hump the like button for me uh let's get our like numbers let's get our metrics up let's get it out there on youtube so that uh so people will find us we're gonna talk for the next 20 minutes 19 minutes or so about that ravens game we're gonna put it to bed and then we're going to preview the chiefs game and then we're going to get super interactive uh with uh with the, with the fans with the with the mafia and if clay is prepared if he's got if he has written i know it's i know it's challenging bro i know that it's getting tough uh with the manscape stuff but uh people are do people love it and people love I know. you
1: i know with- i and i every week i'm like oh, i got to write another one <laughs> and uh so i i at this point i'm spending hours uh just trying to come up with something but uh, i got you one written. It? I got one written for at least one more week so uh you know if we win I'll have to go you know over that bridge again but uh yeah How many still, still different
0: How many different ways can I say take balls to the face? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> how many different ways can I talk about shaving your pubes? <clears throat>
0: exactly. So with that Ravens game and if anybody's got any qui- oh I got a uh, I'm sorry I got a uh uh I got a super chat uh, chiefs kingdom 202. Thank you for the super chat. Thank you, for, thank you for being a part of the show. I don't even know if there was another one before this. Let me just check real quick. I Yeah, I've, there I've was been... one at
1: the beginning of the show. I don't know if you caught. Uh, it, was, it was one of Eric's. I think
0: Eric, oh, man, if I missed one, Eric, I'm sorry. Uh, two seconds. Chiefs King. Oh, I did miss Eric's Eric's what like buttery voice Joe and the knowledge clay for hump day hump that like button. <clears throat> Go bills. Take down the new golden boy in his house. Hashtag bills. Mafia. Eric, I apologize. Uh, that is a, a bad form on my part. Uh, Chiefs Kingdom, also welcome into the show, and thank you for being a part of part of our show. Thank you for the Super Chat. Chiefs fan here. Love y'all's fan base. Good luck. Uh, appreciate that. You know, and what, I'll be honest with you, Chief, Chiefs Kingdom has been a little bit uh, unsavory on Twitter this week, which is uh, not unlike what they were when I lived in Springfield, Missouri. Um, So <laughs> I lived in Springfield, Missouri for two years, went to college in Springfield, uh and i got my bachelor's degree uh at a university out there in springfield and uh chiefs fans were difficult and what was good about it was they were they're very reminiscent of bills fans very passionate they understand football they get it they know it i've i've seen the bills play in arrowhead and it was one of the more intimidating stadiums i think i've told you the story one of the more intimidating stadiums, stadiums i've been to you know when you when, when, I, when i i've seen the bills play in a lot of stadiums so Opposite of the Chiefs would be uh, the Colts. So you go to Lucas Oil Field, and like the crowd, when the Bills are on the field, are quiet in first down, quiet in second down, and then they get kind of loud on third down, and then they're quiet again. It's more of a social atmosphere. The Bills Mafia, very educated about football, get it, understand it, loud on first down, louder on second down, crazy losing their minds on third down. But what at the point of the snap of the ball, normally you hear the crowd go, "Ah," right, like when the ball snapped, the crowd comes down because they're like, oh, we don't have to yell anymore the chiefs dude are loud. Like literally like as soon as the offense takes the field kickoff happens, offense is running on the field and they're just loud the whole time. Like it's, 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 it's literally insane. So That's incredible, I, yeah, but uh, thank you for being a part of the show. Uh, I can't say I don't love you guys. So you guys are uh, right there with you. There's a lot of history going back between Ralph Wilson and Lamar Hunt uh, and, and starting the AFL together uh, along with uh you know, the other the other the other members, the other the other teams that were involved, the other what four teams or six teams, right? The other four teams that were involved. Uh, yeah. Um, but we want to talk about the Ravens game. We want to put this Ravens game to bed. And one of the things that I want to bring up about this Ravens game uh, is the way that they came out. And you and I talked a little bit about Enrico's show. And then you talked about it. And then I apologize to you because I made the statement that they came out like not even pretending to run. But that wasn't true. The first play, they actually did come out with wide receivers. And then after that, they're like, we're running the ball and you're not going to stop us. And the first drive, we kind of didn't. I think what was very, very uh, compelling to me was the fact that all week long, we knew and heard about the fact that Wink Martindale likes to blitz. And, you know, not only does Wink Martindale like to blitz, he said, we're going to blitz. Like, we're Mm going to bring the pressure. We don't care if Josh Allen uh, is the number one quarterback in the NFL against the blitz. We're going to bring the blitz. That's who we are. That's what we do. They didn't. And to me, I think what's being missed in the media big time is the fact that, like, this Ravens defense was intimidated by Josh Allen and afraid of him like the only reason you do that the only reason the bills broke outside of their game plan against the chiefs was because they were afraid pat mahomes was going to destroy them mm-hmm. so like no no no, run the ball run, run the ball like please run the ball that's fear like that's literally like we don't think we can beat you yeah talk about that for a minute just what that means as far as when a coach is like you know what we're not going to do what we normally do because you're going to destroy us if we do it yeah and, and i mean the thing is, is
1: that's when you know, kind of, the Josh Allen is the real deal. It is when when there are opposing coaches that are like, okay, we we have to change. We can't do what we want to do. We have to do something else, or we're we're gonna get torn, you know, torn up. Yeah, and that's exactly what he did. And uh, you know, I love the mind games where he's like, we're gonna blitz, we're gonna blitz, and then he ended up, you know. The lowest blitz percentage I think of this season uh, yeah. for them. I think that was the lowest blitz percentage for them. Um, and it, it's in the stats. I mean, Josh Allen is really good against the blitz. It, it's it's blitz. It blitz at your own risk. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna send an extra guy, uh, he can get away from that guy. Even if that guy gets gets into the pocket, he can get away from him. He can escape, and then that's one less guy in coverage that he has to worry about while he's running around in the pocket. So, you know, that's just the kind of guy that he is. Patrick Mahomes is the same way. I mean, yeah. I you know, so it, it's just. I just thought it was awesome to see that. It it, it was it was honestly it's just kind of cool because it's like we've never we've never we've never seen this before. No one changes their game plan for the Bills. People, no. are the Bills will have to change their game plan for us. And no, it's the, the other way around now. So, um, you know, I do think it's pretty cool. And I, you know. Like I said, the mind games are always fun, and we're probably going to get my, more mind games as we go here because we're a team to be worried about now. And, and yeah. I think the Ravens kind of proved it.
0: Yeah, stick around, Scott. I, I got your super chat just a second. And, and, and it, it goes back to Pam Jasseri, uh, DJ Seri, who said it, Pam Madonna on Twitter, who said on this show, like she threw in the comment section, she said, Why do we continue to talk about what the Bills have to do to beat the other team? When are we going to start talking about what teams have to do to beat us? Mm-hmm. So, like,
1: yeah. <gasps> Yeah. Thank and you. Pierre, Pierre was saying the same thing, like halfway through the season, I, you know, Pierre is always saying things where it's like, you think he's crazy until like a few weeks later and you're like, damn it, Pierre was right again. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. you know, the whole Josh Allen MVP thing, he was the first one on that train uh, since the offseason and you know he was saying we should we need to stop worrying about you know how do we beat these guys they should be worrying about how to beat us he was saying that same yeah. thing too. and yeah. it's honestly just it, it's it's true now people yeah. do need to, these other teams do need to be worried about how they can you know what game plan do they need to use in order to beat us
0: ombre Lab just became a member <laughs> bing biggity bing it's about the best I can do. I don't have a bell. So uh, that's why they send us these banners. They should send us a bell. <laughs> yeah, really. I
1: mean, anyone who has a live show needs that bell.
0: Right. So welcome uh, welcome, into the sh- welcome into the team. Welcome into the family, if you will. I don't necessarily know what all that entails you to, but congratulations. You are now a member. Thank you for joining up. appreciate you. Scott Van Lue, uh, thanks for the Super Chat. Andy Reid reported Pat Mahomes is back on the field, but he's doing a light workout, but he's still in, concu- in concussion protocol. He told reporters, but he still has to go through a series of tests uh, he practiced today with the one. So there's a lot of the the, the story is, as he pl- practiced today was a mm. full participant. However, there's a lot of shade in that because they did a simulation. They did a walkthrough. Right. They did not do a full practice. Had they done a full practice, he'd have been limited, would not have been able to practice because it's a simulation. He can, however, we'll get to this in a bit. The, the reality of the, Oh man, I don't even know. I, this whole thing, the way that it's going to play out is going to be interesting because, concussion protocol and what that means and what we've heard because like you know if once you're i heard today once you're in concussion c- protocol you were not supposed to be on social media at all like you're not apparently there's some rule in the nfl you can't be so, and pat mahomes was tweeting that night mm-hmm. along with a, t- a tweet that came out that he passed all of his tests so he passed all of his concussion protocol tests to which somebody else asked well if he passed all of his tests why didn't he go back in the game which is like, so there's got to be something else going on there because that was, you know, that game came down to, I mean, it came down to that fourth down in inches that freaking Henny threw the football. Um, So he's gone through steps uh, one through four. So now he can do light work. However, like even now, the the other report has come out from Kansas City that it wasn't a concussion in the head, that it was a spinal cord concussion, similar to whatever that karate chop thing is that they do to your neck that they, you know, in TV shows, we see somebody, you know, pistol whip something in the back of the neck and they like pass out. Mm -hmm. similar thing so i don't know if you have a take on this or what's going on but this thing is going to play itself out until sunday and i don't think we're going to know until sunday five o'clock
1: Yeah. And it's, it's hard to know because everyone's so hush hush about it. Um, but when, you know, when I was playing the concussion protocol, a lot of it was, you know, an on screen test that you had to do, you, you did your, you know, your, your baseline before the season. And then anytime you were concussed, you had to go back and and run that same test again. Um, until your cognitive level was at, you know, the same level as it was when you did your baseline test. So, um, I don't know if it's changed at all uh, since I since I stopped playing. Um, and then also, we don't even know if it's an actual head concussion. You know, we don't know if right. that's if, a big deal. Know, his brain hit his skull. We don't know what happened. Uh, it didn't really look like it either because he, he didn't really take a shot to the head. No, he
0: he missed it. He missed the back of his helmet. And as much right. as people feel like because it hit the bottom of the frame, like his, his his helmet was like right here on the bottom of the frame, his it, head did not hit the grass. Hit the his grass. face mask hit the ball. So you can, you see his face, the side of his face mask hit the ball and kind of pop him up just a little bit, but it wasn't violent. And to me, it's more scary that it's a spinal injury than a head injury, because that's what took Eric Wood out. That's what took I think Nate Odoms was a great cornerback for the Buffalo Bills. And he, I remember asking my dad when I was a kid, what, what happened to Nate Odoms? Well, they found out he had some spinal cord thing with his neck and yada, yada, and forced him to retire. Like, this is the type of thing that like, is really, really scary when you have those spinal cord injuries. But, uh. I don't know, dude. It's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out. Uh, Ryan Teal, thank you for the super chat. Yes, there's uh, there's actually more than 280 in here. Uh, there's 334. Uh, so jump on that like button. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Humpty Hotline. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, it's going to be interesting just to see how that whole thing plays out. Uh, more about the Ravens game before we put this thing to bed in about eight minutes. Um, the other thing too is uh, there were two quarterbacks, uh, not only from the 2018 draft, but two two quarterbacks uh, from, two th- from that since 2018. Had not thrown uh, uh, an interception inside the red zone, what I like mm-hmm. to call the Josh zone. Now there's one. Mm-hmm. Walk me through. Rico had me do this, and I'll do it after you. Rico had me do this. Walk me through your emotion or that play. So rewind that play. Uh, Lamar drops back to pass. He moves to his right just a little bit. You know, obviously, you know he's going for Mark Andrews. Everybody did, and he spots him. Take it. What what happened? What happened in your mind, or what happened to you emotionally, or what did you see, or what did you feel?
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, it was kind of, you know, it's third, it was third down too. So it's like, well, this is a pretty big play. We got to get a stop here. We got to, got to hold them to a field goal. Yes, yeah. Happened, yeah. Happened
0: to Aaron Williams as well. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Um, But yeah, so it's, you know, it's third down. Uh, you have to make a stop, have to hold them to a field goal here. And he drops back and throws, and all I see is that the ball stopped, and somebody right. caught it, and I had no idea who caught it. I'm like, ah, did he catch it? I don't know. And then all of a sudden, Taryn Johnson emerges from the pile right, and right. is is free on the sideline already. You know, it, it felt like as soon as he had the ball and broke away from that pile, he just had a lot of green grass in front of him, and you know, Trey White getting out in front of him, Justin Zimmer showing off the wheels a little bit, getting above 18 miles an hour. And you know, Taryn Johnson with the vision too to slow down and let Trey go block for him. So, and, and you know, Tre'Davious White is one of the smartest guys on the oh, field yeah. at any given oh, yeah. moment. I know that as soon as he knew Taron Johnson had the football, he said, where's Lamar Jackson? And he went yep. out and he found him and blocked him. And that's the reason that Taron Johnson scored the touchdown. So, uh, you know, yep. it was it was more than just a Taron Johnson effort. Um, the play call was good with a little, you know, kind of robber zone underneath like that, where, where really all he's doing is just reading the eyes of the quarterback and playing that underneath zone. It's one of the more fun things to do when you're on defense because you don't yep. really have any responsibilities. If everyone's already behind you, you just get to watch and hopefully jump around. So, um, yeah, and after, you know, obviously after he caught the ball and I saw it, it was just screaming uh, as loud as I could. I think <laughs> they could probably hear me all the way across the street, you know, if they weren't screaming themselves. They so, uh, yeah, it they was were. it was honestly just I think my feelings
0: was- exactly the same when the ball was thrown. Literally the same thing. The ball stopped and I was like, wait, where'd the ball go? And then I, I realized I don't know if I realized it before. Uh, Al Michaels yelled it picked off or if I, he yelled it and then I realized it and then I was just yelling get down like go down like because I saw him like take those two steps forward and then like once I saw him break free I was like mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he
1: got out there so quick. I think the thought crossed my mind of get down, but before yeah. I could even get the words out, he was already like free on the sideline. I was like, oh, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. That, yeah.
0: That's funny. So Brian Bowers, I saw that same breakdown of, of Mahomes injury. It was actually well done. The YouTube doctor that did it. The problem was, as, as reports have come out since then, that, that YouTube doctor was wrong. The YouTube doctor literally said, I don't care what anybody says about his spine. This was a head injury. And we know that because, and we know that because of how woozy he was. And now they've come out and said, no, no, you can get a concussion on your spine and have the exact same symptoms because it's about the motor functions between your spine and your head. So, um, at this point, I would say that's not actually correct. My guy Matthew Gavenda, what's up, Matthew? So Matt, Matthew is, uh, I believe, the owner of Ambit Design, uh, who is uh, one of the sponsors of the Hump. Uh, sorry, the Overreaction Podcast. Uh, hi, guys, jumping on late. I had to destroy a kitchen faucet. I don't know what that means but uh, I know that I'm not great at finished plumbing work so more power to you man I hope everything went well <laughs> so uh, let me see I I think that's I- not a manscape lead in <laughs> <laughs> Eric thank you for the other super chat uh, quote the Ravens nevermore what does that mean uh, I don't this know. is the second time we got nailed on the cookie thing too. So, I know. So, Kim Pagula is now making cookies for the Bills players before the games. Maybe so he's so quoting
1: the. Maybe he's quoting the Raven, uh, the poem by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, Adam gotcha.
0: <laughs> if you want to Google it, or I guess I I don't know. Should I read it, or should should you read? Do you want him to read it in Adam Schefter's voice, or do you want <laughs> me to read it in my voice, in Seth MacFarlane's voice? Which would which way would you like <laughs> us to go on this one? Uh, that's pretty funny. So, what other takeaways did you have from that football game? For me, that Huntley kid was impressive. And yeah, like I, I, pissed, I pissed off a bunch of people because I was like, <laughs> I was like, Huntley's the best quarterback on the field right now. And like a bunch <laughs> of people got mad at me. And it was a joke, but it was tongue-in-cheek. The reality right. was, is he was like he was throwing darts around the field, he was breaking loose, like he was completing passes. He looked better than Allen and Lamar. Now, yes, the game changed, the defense changed, everything they were doing changed, but he looked good. Like mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I thought he looked good too. I think, you know, I think he deserves credit for how he played. I don't know. Yeah. That's a tough situation to get thrown into. It's the first time he's getting NFL action was the first time he was activated. uh, I believe the entire season and he gets thrown into playoff action. So that's not an easy thing to do. I don't, he must've just been real loose about it and just said, you know what? Uh, No, there's nothing really the mindset he should have gone in with, which is probably what happened because he played so calm from what I could tell. It's just, there's nothing uh, I could do that people would blame me uh, you know, for if I go out there and play my hardest, there's no reason people are going to blame me. They'll be like, Well, I'm a backup quarterback and I came in for you know the reigning MVP and you know couldn't win the game. So he's like, You know, I might as well go out there and do everything it. I can. Yeah, so I'm just going to go out there, I'm going to run around, I'm going to sling the ball. He was making some clutch throws and he was running yeah. the ball like nicely. I was, I was honestly really impressed. He looked just like Lamar.
0: It was amazing to me because I normally, I mean, as much as you pay attention to it, but it's like you know, how, like the first time you hear something like a, cer- a certain song. It sticks with you you're like oh I remember where I was the first time I heard that song so I've got a couple songs in my head like the, the first time I heard uh Kings and queens by 30 seconds of Mars I remember where I was when I heard that song the first time that's because that like that's what it like it was oh my gosh this song's amazing um so I, we read Twitter all day long and I remember reading last week on Tuesday when it said that they had elevated their backup quarterback their emergency quarterback from the practice squad because they had only had one quarterback on the like and I don't know why that stuck in my head but I was like I doubt Lamar's going to get hurt. And then sure enough, like mm-hmm. it's really crazy, dude, the way the whole thing happens. Scott Van Lou, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for contributing. Uh, thank you for the super chat. Say it serious or th- say it is serious and it's a spinal concussion or whatever and not a concussion and they don't report it. Uh, can they get in trouble? Absolutely. Uh, or get fined and don't have to sit Mahomes and put in Henny at quarterback. So the trouble part, I don't know. Because the other part of this, and we're going to talk about the Chiefs game, like we're going to really get fully into it. Part of that is the fact that Josh Allen had a separated shoulder for four weeks and it never showed up on the injury report, right? Like, well, never what it was. Did it say shoulder? Like, was was he limited in practice at all?
1: Uh, I don't know if he was ever limited. He might have been limited the week after it happened. Um, but, but he was he, gone. Yeah. I and mean, he might have been listed and just said shoulder. But, yeah. he, I mean, he, yeah. I, once He was still wearing the brace, I think, after he was listed. You know, he wasn't listed anymore, but he still had the brace on. Yeah. Um, so.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the rules are. I know that with concussion protocol, the rules are different. Um, it seems like there's a little bit of chess being played between concussion protocol when I had a head injury and concussion protocol with whatever else is going on with Pat Mahomes. So I don't know necessarily. I don't think we're going to find out until it actually happens. And then uh, uh, Matthew McComber says Josh was on the injury report, but he was never limited. That, I think that is what it was, but it was never really super. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you, you can definitely get fined if, if you don't list your guys on the injury report correctly, you know, if someone's got an injury, uh, unless that guy doesn't tell anybody. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick did that uh, with the Bills. He had broken ribs, and I just think he never told anybody. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he... You know, I, I don't know what what happened there because he was never really listed, or maybe they were just like, "Well, he's fine. He's got the broken ribs, but he's he's fine, I guess." Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure you can definitely get slapped with a fine, especially with something serious like that. Uh, head injuries—they're they're taken very seriously now. And you know, like we said, we're not sure if it's a head injury. We think it's more neck-related now. It, mm. it, it it doesn't seem like a common injury yeah. uh, from you know from kind of what we're experiencing. So
0: yeah, Matt. Uh, speaking of plumbing issues, this is premature. So. <laughs> come back in about an hour <laughs> caitlin blunt welcome to the show i just love how oh everyone it's not his brain that caused him to almost black out it was a nerve in his neck because that's so much safer apparently that's that's nailed it <laughs> that's pretty much where i fall on the whole entire thing stop with the stop with these we're not doing this yet wait be patient people see what you started matt uh so i i cut you off when i asked you if there was any final thoughts on the ravens game and then we'll transition to the chiefs game any final thoughts yeah final thoughts
1: i mean um you know they they did what they had to do. It, it was a bend but don't break game the whole time. Um, you know when when the offense doesn't play at their best, the defense does. When the defense doesn't play at their best, the offense does. And that, that was just kind of an example. Um, I don't think it, it's hard to say whether or not it was a game plan thing with um, with Brian Dable on on, uh, on whether or not they were able to execute. I think it was just the defense was really good. You could tell Josh Josh couldn't hit his first read a lot of the time, so um, that made it really tough for him. But they they still they he still played pretty well given the circumstances I think and Stephon Diggs uh is is Stephon Diggs I think he's a he he is a probably a top two wide receiver I don't think it, you can debate that he's lower than that at this point it's probably him and Devonte Adams that are right at the top because even against a team that has that many good corners. He was still able to ball out, go for over a hundred yards. So it's that, that's saying something.
0: It's literally the moment, like when you're talking about the levels of wide receivers. So DeAndre Hopkins and obviously Devonte Adams and you know whatever Tyree Kill, wherever you want to put them, there's a point where their talent is like it gets them to a, a certain level. So Hopkins might be a better wide receiver than Diggs, but Allen puts Hopkins, you know, you know puts Allen puts uh, Diggs over Hopkins, right? Uh, which is interesting. So uh, my guy Brian Bowers, what's up, brother? Thank you so much for being a part of the show, Nick Wright. Never heard of her, but did she get her, uh, did she, did she get sprayed like a hot dog today? That issue was weak in my opinion. Uh I wanted it to be like a fire hose. He never heard of her, but yes, she did. Okay. Want to make sure I read that right. So yeah, he, to me, that was disrespectful. Not to him. It was dis- disrespectful to Pinto Ron and Bill's Mafia and our tailgate. To me, that's a, it's not a rite of passage, but it's kind of a rite of passage. I mean, that's uh that's a tradition thing that happens, you know. Over at Hammers Lot, and you know, the, uh, there's certain people that are selected to do it. We don't know who actually did the spraying. He had a hat on. I don't understand that. Um, I, I watched it. It was uneventful. It was kind of lame. And yeah, they, they
1: needed more people. I mean, you know, at least when when Pinto Ron does it, he's got like you know six people up on top of that that right. RV all spraying you know the hot dog or the ketchup and mustard on him. So you know, what? It, it, well, yeah, it was it was kind of it was kind of lame. I, I still I still kind of enjoyed it just because. Yeah. I hate Nick Wright,
0: and I want to see him uh, as miserable as possible. Uh, So we're wholly onto the Chiefs game at this point in time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Fanatics Multicast Network. Uh, We want to welcome you into the show. Thank you for being here. My name is Joe Miller, and uh, I'm the host of the show, and that's my co-host over there, Clay Troya. There's about 500 people watching us right now, Clay. I hope that doesn't make you nervous. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i mean hey we we're we we're killing it on the the uh the post game show on sunday too i think we were we we're rocking and like, yeah
0: 650 yeah. and we'll probably we'll probably hit we'll be over 500 600 before the night's over usually mm-hmm. around uh right around 10 o'clock more people like jump in from the other shows that they were watching right, right um so talking about the chiefs game if if there's something if there's i'm sorry i was thinking if there's if i'm trying to figure out how i want to frame this when i'm talking about Ins and outs of this football game. How we match up. Things we have to look out for. Is Mahomes hurt? Is it his head? Is it his toe? The Bills' defense. Who they're going to stop? Pick their poison. Josh Allen. Can we run our offense? Blah 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 blah. The one thing I'm never going to talk about is the weather. I'm just over the weather. Like Josh Allen. Like I'm sick and tired of the. Oh my god, it rained. Josh Allen can't throw in the rain. Says who?
1: Yeah. I I mean, I I don't think I never think weather is an excuse. um, Except I will say wind. We, I will. I think wind is the only excuse that can gust. be used.
0: Forty mile an hour gusts. Yes.
1: Yeah. Because because you it was visible when, when the best kicker in the league, uh, the known best kicker in the league, who doesn't really miss. If he misses two field goals. Uh, there's probably something wrong with the wind. Two out of his three field goals are missed yeah. and yeah that's might be a little bit weird that wind. Um and you could even see on the end zone angle that one uh, the one overthrow to to Diggs there um that the Allen, ball when ball he ball. had him wide open not only did it sail it sailed and curved and the, you know when you, when you throw a football the spin does naturally make it Know curve off to the direction that it's spinning for right-handed quarterbacks to the right, um, but uh, if the wind can get a hold of that spin, it'll really take it. And you really kind of saw it, you know, swirl down like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, the wind, I think, is the only thing that has an excuse. You, if you're an NFL player, you should know how to throw a wet ball. You should know how to catch a wet ball. It's part they, of the game. I they were the, those
0: gloves that like have the stick already built into them. Exactly. Like-
1: <laughs> it, it shouldn't be an issue at that point when when you're a no. professional football player. Uh, You're paid to throw the ball, even if it's wet. You're paid to catch the ball, even if it's wet.
0: If anything, the crowd, the uh, expectation of 17,000 fans in Kansas City and kudos to Kansas and Missouri for doing this all season long and not really seemingly having any issues as far as just, uh, you know, pandemic spread stuff. Uh, that to me is going to be a problem and i know there's a lot of bills mafia going which is going to be mm-hmm. more fun uh is the fact that there actually will be opposing team fans in there unlike in our stadium and i think we talked about it like when the whenever the colts did something like there was like silence and that was right. like so weird because there's mm-hmm. always opposing team fans in the stands yeah sometimes it's like eagles fans it's like how in the world did this many eagles fans get tickets to this football mm-hmm. game Steelers like, fans always make it up there yeah and whenever the colts scored when we were there it was just like dead it was like Mm-hmm. Like this is strange. <laughs> it did feel a little bit weird to have that silence. Really strange. Scott Van Lu jumping in one more time. Thank you, sir. I got a question for you guys. Assign, uh, assign Kenny Stills to the practice squad in a big, uh, big game like this. You think they should elevate them to the active roster, especially with what's going on with Beasley and Smoke? So Beasley is no longer on the injury report he's off he is a full participant so he is good the question is going to be Gabe Davis which the the positive sign there for me is he finished that football game uh on Saturday he was limping he also got an extra day of rest which is a big part uh they did protect Kenny Stills today they also if I'm not mistaken Kumaro came back to the building they flew him in did they sign him Back to the practice. He's he's on the practice squad. I believe he's on the practice squad. So, what are your thoughts as far as for Scott's question? uh, You know, do they? Do they? Is is Kenny Stills active? Kenny Stills active in this football game?
1: I mean, it it really all depends. It's all speculation for us because we don't. We're not there at the practices. We don't know how well Kenny Stills knows the playbook. We don't know how well he's running the routes that he needs to be running. Um, We don't know his chemistry with Josh. Those yep. are, you know, those are, there's huge factors that we just don't have any information about. Um, so it could be, you know, they could have brought back Kumaro because they're like, well, you know, he's got good chemistry. He knows the playbook a little bit better. So let's bring yep. him back just in case. Yep. Um, I don't even think they know uh, at this point, to be honest, who, if Gabe Davis can't go. I don't think they know who they're going to call up. For, for all we know, they might not call up another wide receiver. Maybe they call up another running back because Singletary was listed. Um so we don't know. You know, it, there there's an endless amount of possibilities I think at this point. Um the Bills have a lot of good wide receivers. I think, you know, Stills being an option down there is is just kind of bonus it's a cushion um and then having kumaro back who you know can also play we've seen that he can play other teams liked him and, and we're looking at him so you know i'd be fine if either of those guys get called up we haven't seen kenny stills play in a little bit but um you know if it adds anything to the team the coaches will know that and and they're they're going to bring the right guy up i have full confidence
0: in the coaches that yeah. I agree too. So this is funny. So on top of it, uh, thank you for being a part of the show. Thank you for watching it. Uh, you know, I I appreciate you watching the bills mafia show. Um, bills fans are the worst. So let me start by saying this. I have been a season ticket holder for the Buffalo Bills since 1997. And the tickets have been in my family for a very, very, very long time. Uh, I would tell you this, the worst fans in the NFL are Raider fans. Um, I actually won't go to uh, a home game if the Raiders are in town. Why? Because every, 280 pound fat drunk Raider fan that's never stepped foot in LA Oakland Vegas or any place like that somehow has to turn into Raider nation guy and like want to punch everybody in the face it's like bro you're from Allegheny settle down um and literally the fights in the and then second would probably be Jets fans Jets fan like like there's more fights in the stadium during Jets games than any other after that <laughs> The worst are clearly, from from a snark cannon standpoint, Patriot fans. However, Patriot fans are quiet. And on top of it, do you know who's taking the place of Patriot fans right now? Clay? I Are you going to say the Chiefs fans? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys are a little bit... You're acting like you, you're the ones that have won your division for the last 15 years in a row. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, there's a lot to be desired in this football game. And to, I would prefer... That everybody try to take what we do uh here and, and on fanat- fanatics for the most part, which is take an objective look as much as we can. We are fans, we are absolutely watching this with Homer goggles on. This is my favorite football team. I love Josh Allen, I love Stefan Diggs. I'm gonna admit to you that we got a problem with the run game. Sometimes I'm a little scared of our defense, but by and large, I'm gonna try to look at it objectively. I'm not saying like Super Bowl's ours, like we're not planning parades in Buffalo. Not that we can because of Cuomo, but we're not planning parades in in, in Buffalo. I got to think Chiefs fans are a little bit on edge. They haven't beaten a single team this year by 10 points. The Bills have beaten eight teams by 10 points. That was on those graphic that, that was on Good Morning Football today. You got to think there's a little bit of like, I mean, they see their team overcome obstacles. They see their team do whatever it takes to win. However, this Bills team is dangerous, right? Yeah, I definitely think Chiefs fans are...
1: um uh, from what I've seen, they seem overconfident. I don't think I've ever, you know, it, at least not recently, I haven't seen a lot of Chiefs fans say, um this is you know this is what our weakness is. I'm worried about this. Uh the Bills, you know, could beat us if they do this. Um I have I haven't really seen a lot of that. Um and I you know I don't talk to an immense amount of Chiefs fan. My sample right. size is small. And I'm sure you know for those who think that the Bills fans suck, uh they might have dealt with a small sample size of Bills fans that suck. I know some Bills fans that suck. Me I have too. friends that are assholes like, you know, <laughs> it's it's, it's you're, you're a Bills fan, you love your Bills. Yeah <laughs> um but and you know it's it's um yeah it's, yes someone just commented we're actually not scared of the bills sorry like not even a little bit that's exactly what i'm saying i mean i gotta get to
0: this first my point in the chat <laughs> which um i think is funny because that's what you know, i'm saying you, you know should who, be you know <laughs> it, who else wasn't the ravens fans they yeah, weren't afraid to build a little know, bit yeah. either. They, they were doing
1: the same thing that these guys are doing <laughs> uh this week and, and saying, Oh, we're not scared of you at all. You know, big trusts, you we'll, know, you guys will be watching us next week.
0: Um, you know who else wasn't afraid of them? The Dolphins, yeah. the last game of the season when they thought they were getting our backups. Like yeah, and they got true. our backups for the most part and got destroyed. So mm-hmm. uh John DeMarchi, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Welcome in and thank you for the super chat. Last eight bills eight 0 versus New England, Miami, LA Chargers, Denver, San Francisco Pit. There's nothing to be afraid of like i wouldn't be afraid of this team either right pittsburgh indy ravens plus 136 points 273 to one. that's quite the point differential uh as and that's a that's a hot topic and should be because we were all about the point differentials between like after week four even i was talking about it. i think the bills were plus one after week four uh but the defense was also ranked 29 and i think now they're ranked 11 right 10 or 11 and that was yeah, they're, after
1: they're, yeah they've, they've gotten way up there yeah
0: and that's after being ranked 29 that's after being at the bottom uh, seven ten plus uh, point wins in eight games. Colts twenty seven four seventy two yards. They lost. Josh beats Mahomes, then beats Brady or Rogers. Ends the curse. Cover of Madden and the curse starts again. Uh, it's a wrap. Uh, <laughs> I like it, John. Uh, you probably should host this show because that <laughs> that was well done. Uh, there's clearly nothing to be afraid of when Mm -hmm. it comes to playing this Buffalo Bills football team, right? Yeah, There's nothing to be afraid of when the Baltimore Ravens, who have the number one pass defense or one of the best pass defenses in the league, you know, are are literally dropping back into coverage and afraid to blitz you. There's nothing to mm-hmm. be afraid of. There's nothing to be afraid of when you've got the deepest wide receiver room in the NFL. Oh, you're gonna cover Diggs? Great. We got Brown as well. Oh, you're gonna cover Diggs and Brown. Oh, that's great. We've got Cole Beasley. You're gonna cover Diggs, Brown, and Beasley. That's great. We've got Gabriel Davis. You're gonna cover like it just goes on and on and on. And it sounds like I'm bragging. I'm not meaning to, but I think you get it, right? Yeah,
1: and and it's there's so many things which is like the, the Bills have played really good defenses. Yeah, all the good defenses are gone, they're not even in the running anymore.
0: The chief, if there's a defense I'm not afraid of it's the Chiefs. Defense. Yeah,
1: if there's a, if there's one defense I am afraid of, uh it's the Bucks. Bucks. That's left in the entire competition. They, Pat they have
0: defense. Pat Moran yeah. called that. Pat Moran called that second week of the season. He was like, "You know what? These Bucks have a chance. That, that defense is going to be good." I was like, "You yeah. think so?" And, and, goes, and their yes. defense
1: their defense is good. And, and I think that they're the best defense left, uh, uh you know, out of the top mm-hmm. 4 here. I think that they have the best defense left. Um if there's one defense that I'm least worried about, it's the Chiefs. Yeah. And that's just because I they they haven't really shown that there's something that needs to be worried about. And especially yeah. just because the, you know, the bills have put up big numbers against really good defenses, top 10 defenses, you know, sure. They, they struggled a little bit uh, against the Ravens um, and, you know, say blame it on wind or whatever you want to do. Josh Allen still threw for 200 yards yep. uh, and Stefan Dick still had over a hundred yards. Yep. Um, they, they played a very good Colts, you know, a very good Colts defense in the playoffs. And the Josh Allen threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns, San Francisco, the Rams, the dolphins, the list just, it keeps going and going. And the bills just keep showing up and they keep showing that they can, that they can put up the points. So, and yeah, and I don't, you know, I, we can talk about the last game too. Cause I know a lot of cheese fans are going to come in and be like, Oh, look at the last game. We can talk about the last game. Let's talk about it then if you want to talk about it, because it's, it's, it was a different game. It was a different team back then. Um And you know, the, the chiefs well, do,
0: fans, we, do we want well first of all answer this question so eric with yeah. another super chat so is dane jackson he, is he getting called up this week against the chiefs uh
1: i wouldn't be that surprised to be honest because uh well mm-hmm. let's see levi wallace was out uh was out the last chiefs game
0: I was just uh, gonna say that. so you know, we can talk about that type of stuff in a second mm-hmm. but go ahead yep
1: yeah so so levi wallace was out for the last game uh and uh cam lewis was playing cam lewis was called up for that game uh, the, the last Chiefs game, Josh Norman got, uh, you know, a lion's share of the snaps. Kim Lewis played slot. Taron Johnson played slot. Uh, they the Bills basically played, uh, s- uh, six men in the box the whole game. Yep. yep. Uh, so they, they didn't even put a seventh guy in the box. They, they've, you know, sometimes would have three linebackers on the field, not very often. If they had a third linebacker, it was, uh, Saran Neal, who's yeah. not a linebacker. So, um, uh, would I be surprised if they, if they used the roster spot to call up a DB, not at all, especially if it's Dane Jackson, because I think Dane Jackson's a stud, um, mm. but they it's do. you know. Yeah. I mean, that being said, we do have Levi Wallace and Josh Norman and Taron Johnson. So we have, uh, you know, enough guys. Yeah. Um, but If you're, if you're going to want to put a lot of DBs out on the field, which this is a team that if you're going to put DBs out, this is the team to do it against. Um, so uh, I wouldn't be that surprised to see if, if they, if they try to take a spot for that.
0: Going back to the fan thing, there's a lot of chatter in the comment section about Eagles fans being the worst. Eagles fans are obnoxious, but they're wholly, Cowboys
1: fans. You know, they're
0: the Eagles fans are wholly in love with their team. It's mm-hmm. just, they're just obnoxious about their team, no matter what. And I get sick and tired of the E A G L E S chant in the stadium as well when they're in town. But so speaking of things to not be afraid about, Chiefs fans that are in the chat, we're not afraid of the Buffalo Bills in that football game the last time we played. Josh Allen is hurt, so Josh Allen is not and and. And you can say whatever you want about him being hurt or not. The reality was, is Josh Allen, weeks one through four, was a completely different football player up until the Raiders game where he hurt that shoulder on that sack when he was trying to get away. The next four games, he was very different. And then when he healed and that brace came off, Josh Allen came back. Like, he turned into old Josh Allen. So that's one thing that needs to be considered. The guys that did not play in that football game the first time, Levi Wallace, Matt Milano, Dawson Knox, John Feliciano, which is very very important. And if I'm not mistaken, TreDavious White was also limited that week. That was coming off the Titans week when he was injured. Uh, he had that back issue which we all thought was just a covid thing, but apparently he was injured he was limited the following week as well. So talk about that. How does that matchup change for ch- the Chiefs versus the Bills being it dude, we're we're going we're going in the AFC Championship game almost at 100% Mm-hmm. Beasley's Beasley's no longer on the on the list, and that is a problem for the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, and the
1: the th- just those
0: even two pieces on the
1: defense, Levi Wallace and Matt Milano. Levi Wallace, we've criticized him before, but he's been playing really good football down the stretch. He's been you know he's been covering guys up really well, making plays. You know, he's got an interception out here and there. So he's been playing really good football. And I think having him around is going to be really helpful. Uh Matt Milano, though, is the puzzle piece that fits this defense together. And mm-hmm. he's going to be huge to have uh to help cover the middle and Travis Kelsey, Travis who Kelsey, is yeah. who is probably the biggest threat, I would say, right now, because the Bills were able to stop, you know, they were able to neutralize Tyreek Hill the last time. Yep, um yep. And Travis Kelsey was the one that uh, that got all the targets and the catches in the yards. So yep. um having him back and, and this if they play a similar style of defense like they did last time uh, Matt Milano is going to be big in pass coverage uh right. you know the, the way that they shift over and the way that the corners uh if if their receivers go deep they go with them uh then the linebackers have the flats Matt Milano could cover the flats way better than AJ Klein probably ever could in his career so um you know no discredit to AJ Klein who's also been playing fairly well uh over right, the, right. Down the stretch here so right. Um, but yeah, it, it's a completely different game, regardless of any injuries on the offensive side, regardless of the weather, regardless of the fact that the Bills defense or the Bills offense had just been figured out uh, and they hadn't had, they hadn't adjusted to it yet. Uh, yep, you know, yep. they, they had made their game plan for the Chiefs, you know, basically before they had gone and played the Titans, they, they had prepared for both teams, the Titans figured them out. And then they said, well, now we have to change our entire game plan for the Chiefs because, they, we we've been figured out and we know how we need to now change our offense so
0: yeah you can read that one real quick while i jump to the other one so jump that one yeah Jenkins. yeah
1: so uh fellas and fanatics nothing to worry about this sunday we're gonna handle the chiefs uh thank you josh i um you know the, n- n- not to worry I, i'm i'm still worried the chiefs are a very good team i'm not gonna Me ever do. say that we shouldn't be worried about Lord the defending super bowl champions. Uh so I I'm worried cuz if we don't play at our best, if someone has a bad game and you know one of those key positions has a bad game, it could go bad for us. So, you know,
0: I still I'm, think that I'm worried if Henny plays. Because there's always something about that backup guy that there's no film on that comes out and plays a football game and literally the defense is like chasing its tail. And I don't mean our defense. It's it's always the backup quarterback and the backup running back that like there's no so like Number one running back goes down, you know, Saquon Barkley. Next running back comes in, and that first game that he plays, he just – eats and the same thing seems to happen with a quarterback and it, they, they pose a challenge when there's no film and they're like they have no idea how they're going to use him they don't know what they're going to play they, the defense almost has to come in a little bit vanilla and be like okay we'll adjust when we get there so I'm I'm a little nervous if Henny plays like just because we don't know what we're going to get from him uh Ryan Sealback thank you for the super chat thank you for being a part of the show just ordered an Allen and Diggs rookie card combo nice uh got a great deal uh we going all the way and getting that Lombardi this year go Bills it would be awful billsy if this is the year that the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl and we cannot celebrate it or have a, have a, uh, a, parade downtown. So <laughs> what yeah. do you feel about that?
1: Uh, and, and, you know, going back to what you're saying about Henny, uh, I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I'm not worried if any plays, um, you know, I don't, it, just because we don't have film on them, they're not going to reinvent the wheel for their backup quarterback. Um, you know, no. he, he's, he's going to do the same things that Patrick Mahomes did minus the big, you know, shock plays that, that he's able to do so but
0: they're going to scheme for him they're going to scheme right. for him which which somebody just said in the in the chat you know henny already henny already already played he, he you know he blew his shot well he that he was playing he was playing mahomes's game plan so they right. they were not they were not scheming for henny and henny's not great so there's he's a backup for a reason i'm not saying that henny's great i'm just saying if they're if andy reed is going to scheme for a court he, the dude made alex smith a perennial winner so I mean, let's you know, let's just talk. I mean, the dude went to the playoffs a lot. He didn't win in the playoffs, right? But like he made Alex Smith a good quarterback. Rancio back again. Thank you so much for being. Uh, but also, I'm not worried uh, whatsoever for Sunday. I do believe it will be a good game, but we win by two scores, no problem, dude. If the Buffalo Bills, you know, and we're gonna get to predictions later, later, everybody. <laughs> if the Buffalo Bills. Win this football game if Mahomes plays is hundred percent. toe not bothering him clearly, and concussion is not an issue. If they win by two scores, the world is on notice. Yeah, right. Yeah. With no with no ground game because unless they figure out some way to manufacture Devontae Freeman or whatever, unless they figure out some way to manufacture a, a ground game, the world at that point is on notice that the Buffalo Bills are for real. Yeah, right?
1: absolutely. Uh, there, there no question about it. Like like I like I said, the Chiefs are a very good team. Ah, uh, Patrick. You know they won the Super Bowl last year. They're defending Super sure. Bowl champions. I mean, you know how, and they they've been playing really good football. They had lost, you know, one game really in the regular season. Um, you know the the other one they had their backups in. So the, obviously they're an amazing team. And yeah, if you if you beat those guys, if you beat Patrick Mahomes, a healthy Patrick Mahomes, if you beat him by two scores. That's um that's incredible. I I you know. People would really be talking then. They they yeah, people yeah. would be saying the bills have got it in the bag at that point.
0: I think. Yeah. No, Dave. I don't know anything about any other football team in the NFL. Alex Smith is clearly headed for the Hall of Fame and one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play football so much so that they didn't have to draft trade up and draft Pat Mahomes. They just decided to, because they had that luxury and they had a bunch of picks to spend and they were bored on draft day in the first round and like, you know what, let's just do something different. And like, let's like draft Pat Mahomes and then send Alex Smith out of the building because he's not sucky. I like Alex Smith. I'm not saying Alex Smith is bad. Yeah. I don't know. know He's not a guy. He's not a guy you're taking to the Super Bowl. Oh, he's he's, uh, he's
1: actually talking about Alex Smith. I was wondering why you went to Alex Smith, but I went up in the comments. He's actually—he's a a Chiefs fan. Yeah, I like Alex Smith. You know, Alex Smith's a a solid game manager.
0: You can't argue with the comeback player of the year. Like, I mean, it's for what he went through with that that leg and everything else. I mean, tragic and everything. I mean, just to see how far he has come. And he's gotten the shaft a lot of times in in places that he's been, whether it was San Francisco or Kansas City or, you know, potentially in Washington too. I mean, it's like nobody – but nobody trusts him for a reason, right? I mean, he's mm-hmm. kind of a, he's kind of a very solid game manager. Uh, yeah. So, who's, I, yeah, your sleep, who's, who's your sleeper bill in this football game making it making a big impact?
1: Uh let's see, sleeper bill. It's got to be. I mean, I, I I'd have to think it's got to be. So it might be. You know, it might be. Um, such a hard question it's got to be someone on the defense though someone someone on the defense has got to step up and just make a crazy play uh, i think it might be saran neal i think saran Ooh. neal i think he's gonna he's gonna see the field again uh i think he's gonna see the field again and that's just because um the game plan from from the last time they played the bills played a really simple defense yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah.
1: and they just played it super sound it was a very sound defense. And uh, I, there were a couple of plays where I was like, Saran Neal put himself in a really good position there to make a play. So I don't know. Watch out for him. I feel like he could be that sleeper guy where he just does something crazy and changes the game. Other than that, Justin Zimmer, always my sleeper. I love Justin
0: Zimmer. Yeah, Justin Zimmer. And Justin Zimmer's mom loves it. Uh, I love she's a great follow on Twitter. Um, she's just so proud of her, proud of her son, like all of our moms are, which is great. Um, it'll be interesting to just kind of see real quick. I want to throw this up where if I can find it. So. So this was interesting. Did you see this today? Yes, I did see that. There is some very, very interesting information here. So Mm -hmm. the Bills at 15 and three on the season. That's uh, playoffs included. The Chiefs at 15 and two. Uh, Nothing to be afraid here, Chiefs fans. Afraid of here, Chiefs fans. Uh, 31 points per game. The the Bills are. The Chiefs are 29 points allowed per game. 23. The Chiefs are 22. I mean, it's very close. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know why you would be afraid of a team that's very close. 38 sacks versus 32 turnover differentiate differential uh plus 4 plus 6 uh average starting field position and that and that was like the tail of the Colts game right was the the starting field position which also kind of did the Ravens in a little bit the Ravens started deep in their own position a lot uh which wasn't great their down percentage i mean these are mirror stats of what everybody would have coming into the season said was the most, most lethal and like high like most prolific offense in the Chiefs and the Bills are right there with them Mm-hmm. Uh, average yards per game 415 15 to 396. Uh, opponents' average yards per game, you know, and, and it's the, the the average rushing yards is surprising. It's clearly all Josh Allen, where you yeah. know the, the 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 Chiefs. I haven't heard. Have you heard as to whether or not there's going to be uh, in this football game? Is Clyde Zedward Alaire going to play in this football game, or is uh, I'm not jerk? sure. I'm
1: pretty sure he uh, participated today. You know, once again, it was a it wasn't a full. Uh, full go practice, um, so I don't know. I don't know if he plays. I, I don't think it
0: matters that much. I like Clyde
1: Edwards-Alaire. Really? They, well, they, no, they, no. I'm saying, I'm saying they, make, are, they have that, at the running back
0: position. Yeah, well. things that make me nervous, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, he, you know,
1: he's, he he gives me you know war flashbacks from the last game. But um they, if they put someone else in there, you know, we saw them in the Super Bowl run last year. Just, they can put other running backs in there, and they're going to perform mm-hmm. fine.
0: Right, right, right. And, and as much as I say things that make me nervous, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Uh, every time the, the Bills have put the focus on shutting down the running back, they have. There's two running backs in the season so far that have rushed for 100 yards against the Bills. One was Henderson and one was a, one. was the other was Allaire. Uh It doesn't mean they can't. And I also believe, based on what we've seen, because the Bills have also played uh, running back uh, tight end tandems, right? Where the Bills have done well, corralling both the running back and the tight end. The wild card is just Pat Mahomes, man. That dude. And it's very similar to Josh Allen. If you shut that down over there, well, then I'm going over there. And if you mm-hmm. shut both of them down, then I'm going over here. Like there's just such a pick your poison. They're gonna have to play very sound defensive football in this Absolutely. football game to win. Yep. So, but uh yeah. Um, look see anything in the chat that you want to look at real quick.
1: <clears throat> um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, Pringle. yeah, Pringle had it. Pringle's sleeper for them, you know. Yeah, they're saying uh, Edwards uh, Edwards Allaire is limited. That's kind of so. We I don't know if I think he he is he the best running back. Yeah, he's absolutely oh, yeah. the best running back on their uh, on There's their roster. But, but they do have other guys that can step up and play there as well. Um, he is a go. I don't know. I I said limited
0: limited, but a go means he's probably going to play. What's wrong with him? Yeah. Does we know what's wrong with him? So yeah, Dave says he's limited limited participation. Thank you for that. If you know what's wrong with him, I don't even know. So that's actually one of the things I'm actually not up to speed on is is what is her. I I guess I can Google it real quick or find out real quick. Uh, Let's do this. So, ladies and gentlemen, you were watching the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Fanatics Multicast Network. Uh, It is so good to have you guys up in here. We've got 187 people that have jumped on the like button that have humped the like button on YouTube. So if you are one of the 507 people watching this show right now on youtube please go down uh navigate down navigate down over there to the screen where the little thumb up is and press that thumbs up button uh right around there uh but uh we appreciate you guys being here they're jumping up now so yeah let's get let's get this thing up around like 250 300 if you really like it let's get it up to like 500 that'd be pretty incredible uh if you want to be a part of the show so whatever platform you're watching if you're watching us on facebook if you're watching us on twitter please don't on twitter if you're watching us on youtube uh you're able to comment. Converse, have a conversation with us there it is right there have a conversation with us be a part of the show we appreciate it uh we're talking about the buffalo bills playing in the afc uh afc championship game against the kansas city chiefs this weekend at i believe 6 10 605 weird start time uh, but still, which is it's great that we got the primetime game. I think that's awesome versus mm-hmm. Brady and Aaron. I think they're probably trying to keep that that game in the daytime for although it might be nighttime in Wisconsin as well. well they gotta keep Fox it for the daytime
1: because the older crowd's gonna be watching that with the old quarterbacks, you know, um, they gotta eat dinner at three and go to bed by six.
0: So. I wonder if they're worried about the cold, because when the sun just like here, right. when the sun goes down, it drops ten degrees, or at least the mm-hmm. feels like drops like crazy. So that makes me a little more concerned for Edward Zelaire in this football game. High ankle sprains are no joke for running backs. Um, no, absolutely not. So we we will see. But uh, it is the top of the hour. And ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means. So this is the Humpty Hotline, as I said, on the Buffalo Fanatics uh, Multicast Network. And this is the moment you've all been waiting for. This show, along with all of these shows that are on the Buffalo Fanatics Network, are brought to you by, as you can see over there. I, that's the only thing I'm getting wrong. I keep pointing behind my back. As you can see over there, Manscaped. Uh, and uh, my guy, Clay Troy, is going to do his thing. And he is he is the official spokesperson for Manscaped on the Buffalo Fanatics clay what do you got for me joe there are two things that women wait love wait wait, wait, wait why do you have to call quali- why, why do you have to qualify me joe like
1: th- well i'm just you know who else am I chat okay. there are only <laughs> two things lo- there are two things that women love for their men to do for them and that's take them on vacation and prepare a meal for them uh, so by that logic the best thing you can do is take them to your Netherlands and prepare a meal for them by going to manscaped.com and getting yourself a lawnmower 3.0. You can get the full package there. Take care of your package. Go to manscaped.com, use code fanatics and get yourself a little discount on the way out.
0: That is so amazing. You uh, never cease to make me blush. I just want you to know that now I'm also Irish, so it's it's very easy to make me blush, but you you never cease to, but yes, Ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, have not, mostly gentlemen, but ladies as well, if you have not yet at this point in time ever heard of Manscaped, I'm sure you have. Manscaped is a great product. I'm a customer. Uh, Clay is a customer. Pretty much the majority of all the content providers on uh, Fanatics are customers. If you go to manscaped.com right now, whatever you order, uh, we're going to give you 20% off by putting in the the promo code Fanatics. We're also going to give you free shipping. You don't have to order that package that you see right there uh this this uh i forget what this package is called what you just said it didn't you uh the perfect package 3.0 i think it's yeah this thing. is the perfect p- package 3.0 you can order this this is i believe 120 bucks or no i think it's a hundred dollars and there's twenty dollars for shipping if you put in fanatics, we're going to give you 20% off and it's going to get shipped for free. You're shipped for free. You're going to get this whole thing that you see here, including the boxers, and the boxes are awesome. You're going to get it for 80 bucks. And ladies, I would tell you as well, if uh, for those of you that are representing in the chat, I know Caitlin's in here. I've seen a whole bunch of other uh, female female folks. If your dude's out of control downstairs, makes a great Christmas gift. What do you yeah, want me to some, say?
1: Someone said use a flamethrower? Uh, bushfire yeah. is how California burned down. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't, I don't recommend that people <laughs> play and throw down there. So let's do this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the time, the opportunity for you, uh, to be, what's up, Jeff King, Jeff King's in the house guys. I, I, we, we're good. We're fans of Jeff King. Cause Jeff King is a fan of us. Uh, guys, my question to both of you, do you want Mahomes to play? And I'm hoping as a bills fan, your answer is yes, because if he doesn't, it's a hollow win and funk that. Take that one and I'll respond. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, uh, I should probably take this one. I tweeted out something earlier this week and I said, uh, these are the words that I used. So don't judge me before I can explain it, please. Uh, I said, I'd rather lose to a Mahomes-led Chiefs team than win against a mahomes less Chiefs team. Mm -hmm. So, And that's just to say that I want to beat Mahomes. Obviously, if the Bills win against a backup, I'm still going to be happy. Uh, I still want to go to the Super Bowl, obviously. But I'm just saying, I would. I want to beat Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what it is. Uh, I I know a lot of fans don't feel this way. I think uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone put up a poll. It might have been Bruce. Um, um, I can't remember who it was. But someone put up a poll and said, you know, do you want Patrick Mahomes to play, or do you want to play against uh, Henny? And it was a pretty split decision on people wanting to play Henny and wanting to play Mahomes. So my thought on it is, I want to play Mahomes because I agree it would kind of feel a little bit hollow. It would feel almost like like an opt-out thing where it's like, well, we're, we played a backup. It's a cool, we won, but we played a backup. So now let's move on and let's talk about the next week. Whereas if we go in there and we beat Patrick Mahomes, that's making a statement. Um, and it's not even so much about the narrative uh, in the national media. I don't, I don't really care about the narrative as much. It's, it's more just about I want the – I want the Bills to whip out their manscaped balls and show the world how big they are. And it, you do that by beating Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, I, I just that that that's what it is to me. Um, I just think it would mean a lot more, it would be more exciting, and I would feel more confident going into the Super Bowl if we were to beat Patrick Mahomes.
0: No, and I agree. I mean, there's there's always the I just want to win side of you. I just want to win. And it's like, give me the easiest path to win. But there's something to be said for if you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And there's something to be said for you know this team doing what it does. The question is this: Can our defense stop Pat Mahomes, or 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 can the the, the Chiefs' defense? Are they going to be in a position? When you think about this matchup, I don't want to say it. When you think about this matchup, I want to say it right. This matchup is about can the Chiefs' def, can the Chiefs' offense put up the points that they need against our defense to keep up? with the damage that our offense is going to do against their defense. Is that right? Did I, did I frame that right? Like when you take this apples for apples, you know, defense wins championships. I don't know if I believe that anymore. I've seen too much of the greatest show on turf. I've seen too much of, you know, as much as the, you know, Tom Brady was Tom Brady and they always had a decent defense. Sometimes I wonder how much of their defense was aided by how good their offense was you know i believe that a team we're also learning right now that teams can win without a run game and we've seen that in the past as well i think that if if chiefs if chief fans are going to be concerned if they're going to be scared if they're going to be fearful if they're going to be worried or nervous it's not about their their offense in the sense of or their team against our team holistically to me it's they're going to score points the question is how many points are they going to score against our defense which is one of the top defenses left of the 4 teams mm-hmm and are they going to be able to keep up with the amount of points that our offense is going to put on their defense because their defense is not great right mm-hmm.
1: and for me it all everything lies in game planning at this point we know we know who the players are that are going to be you know um you know barring injuries the, the players that are on the field everyone knows who they are at this point in the season if they're on the field you know who that guy is and, and from from that point you know from this point forward it's about the game plan to set those guys up to succeed um and we saw last time these two teams played the bills rolled out, rolled out a game plan to stop Patrick Mahomes and stop Tyreek Hill. And, They did. That's exactly what they did. They stopped Patrick Mahomes, and they stopped Tyreek Hill. Patrick Mahomes, I think, had maybe 215. Tyreek Hill had, I think, three catches for, what, 30
0: yards maybe. We shouldn't Um, even play the game because we only scored 10 points last time, so there's no way we'll ever score more than 10 points in this game.
1: We only scored 10 points against the best defense in the wind who's got three solid corners. I mean –
0: No, no, I think he's talking about the Chiefs game.
1: Oh, 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 he's saying the Chiefs only scored.
0: No Oh, no, Wait. no, no. That ain't right. What was his – we scored more than 10 points in the last football game against him. Not, not
1: our offense. <clears throat> our offense only scored 10 points. The against Tarantino- the Chiefs? Oh, no. Wait, against the Chiefs? I'm, I thought he was talking about the Ravens Oh, game
0: maybe or. he's talking about the Ravens. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Cause never cause mind, our never offense mind. only scored 10 mm-hmm. points against them. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, but um, <clears throat> we might have only scored 10 points against the Chiefs. I can't no, remember.
0: No, tw- we scored 17.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, so anyway um, – it, it, it's, it's all about the game planning. We stopped, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill were a non-factor, and the reason they won be, is because we wanted them to run the ball and they did it effectively. Our offense didn't perform. Josh Allen did not break 100 yards leading into the fourth quarter. It, mm-hmm. was, it was his worst game of the season. So, and we don't, I don't know exactly why it is. Sure, he could have been injured. Uh, we don't know for sure. Uh, to me, it was game planning and confidence. Uh, the game plan was to go out and take the big shots and hit him, hit him where it hurts early. And they missed; they were missing on those big shots. Uh, he was amped up; he overthrew a couple passes, and he was off right from the beginning. He was off. Right. Uh, so you you, you got to go in there and say, you know, get Josh Allen easy completions early. And I think it's I think it's going to be a good ball game if you
0: do that. This is funny. So we're going to crush them, but apparently Josh Allen's getting sacked. <laughs> that's a a, a funny uh who uh, this is the the chat is the chat is the chat's been off the rails for the last several weeks but the chat is really off the rails tonight like i don't know who's talking to who and like i'm afraid to bring stuff up because it's like are they talking to me like because i don't want it to be like super super confusing jeff king's got another one uh we questioned our defense last week three points to the so-called great lamar jackson we got this why because we want it more and and, and, you know it's the playoffs we're going to get their best game and they're going to get, hopefully, our best game, even though we started the show and we talked about the fact that, you know, we firmly believe that, you know, if the, if this football team, the Bills, play their best football, they can beat anybody. And the, the caveat to that is the fact that we haven't seen their best football game yet as far as in the playoffs, and they're still winning, uh, which is interesting. What do you have uh, – how do I want to ask this question? It's not breakout player. We already asked who you thought the surprise player was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the same thing? Let's talk offense. Breakout player on the offense. Who's the pri- surprise player in the offense going to be in this football game for you?
1: I mean, a surprise player. <clears throat> um, it's it's hard to say even who who would be a surprise at this point. I think, Beasley.
0: I think Beasley loses. His yeah, this week. yeah,
1: It's it's got to be Beasley. I, I mean... When you, and that hopefully it is based on the game plan that they run. I hope it is Beasley because I think that they should be passing short early get, you know, let him let him defend the over the top stuff. Cause that's probably what they're going to do. Take the underneath stuff early, get easy passes, easy completions, get in a rhythm. And then when you've already got that confidence, you can take your deep shots. That's, that's the way that Josh Allen operates. He can't take the deep shots right away. Cause if he misses, his confidence is gone right from the, the
0: get-go. And we that's exactly it, what We've happened. seen it a lot. We've seen yeah. it a lot. It's, so it's, uh, it, to me, that's the only – and I don't know if you and I have talked about this or not, but that's the only thing to me that, that where Josh Allen – the next step in his progression, whether it happens in this offseason or happens – or I, sh- I should say it happens in this playoff season or it happens in the off season, he has to be comfortable. And he's done it in windows. He's done it in pockets against certain teams this year. He's got to be comfortable with taking that underneath stuff super early because it opens up everything else for him. When he is trying to throw lasers – 35 yards, 40 yards, 55 60 yards downfield early even if the guy's open i mean well sometimes the first one he threw on uh, on Saturday was into double coverage uh but when he gets when he gets when he wants to jump out fast I, I don't as much as like every team you hear them say like every week it's like and we've heard it in buffalo forever it's like well we got to start fast as much as like that's probably a thing you want to start fast i don't know that that's the best thing for josh i think for josh the best thing is to start in rhythm like Mm -hmm. literally two yards, three yards, five. And like, as far as distance traveled for the ball yeah. uh, and then allow those receivers to, to, to yak it up because they can and they do. And then when, when everybody comes forward and pulls up as far as like starts crowding the line of scrimmage, then start hitting those intermediate throws. It's going to open everything else up. So I'm with you on that. I just would love to, I know they want to let Josh be Josh. We've heard them say that a hundred times. We don't want to break him. We want him to be everything that he is, but I just got to think, you know, you heard Stephon Diggs. If you listen to their uh, to the press conferences today, Stephon Diggs said that him and uh, and it was it was reminiscent of Andre Reed. Him and Beasley are in the huddle all the time, going, "I was open, I was open," and I just wish that you know Dable was in Josh's year before the fifteen second cutoff, going, "Beasley's open." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like he's open every play. Like you know, yeah. what I mean, like stop looking forty yards downfield.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, and, and he, I, I don't know why he's why he does that. Why he wants to take those deep shots early? Um, I hope they go in, and I hope Dable drills it into his head. Take the the, the easy stuff early. Get your completions because he started, I think, zero for five. Uh, it might have been against the Chiefs the last time, and yeah. that just it wasn't it. Um, yeah. You know, he had well, you know, he threw a, a okay pass to Brown and it got dropped. Yeah. Sure, you know, but. Yeah, take the underneath stuff. they because they're gonna give it to you too, because uh, because they don't want they don't want you to take the top off the the defense, and because they that's exactly what they tried to do the last game. Uh, so you know, they just gotta take what's given to them. That that's yeah. all I want out of Josh is take what the defense gives to you. He wasn't doing it last week either. Um, he you know he was kind of running around and and trying to make something happen when there were some things that he should have just it's just like just take it. The second half he started to do it. So. Yes.
0: Yeah, no, it, it, they came out of they, they came out after the half, and it's almost yeah, it's like somebody got to him as far as mm-hmm. that goes. No, the bend and break defense is the NFL defense. I mean, most most NFL defenses are bend and don't break. So between the twenties, they're going to give you whatever you want, and Josh has to get adept at taking. And the Bills are going to give it to Mahomes as well. Like the Bills are going to give him between the twenties. The difference between the Bills defense and the Chiefs defense is they lock down in that in the twenties, right. and the Bills offense becomes even more dangerous. Inside the 20, the bills are just and Josh Allen in particular are just deadly inside the 20. And it just, it's going to be, this is, this is, this is just setting up to be a very, very fun game. And it goes back to what I've said for a couple of weeks now, enjoy this football game. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to turn out. It's going to be the most difficult, probably football game that we've played all season long. The matchup is going to be great. There's greatness on both sides of the field. Like it's going to be a fun, fun football games. And as much as the chiefs fans aren't worried one bit, I'm worried, and I think that's what makes it exciting, right? Hmm. So yeah. uh, in and the the chat, chiefs, go
1: ahead the Chiefs fans, like if you're a chiefs fan, I'm not trying to you know I'm not trying to be mean or anything. You should have a little bit of worry because this is this is a very good team. like I, i'm I'm trying to bring a little bit of realism in right now. I understand that you're the defending Super Bowl champions. You only lost one game this year. Um, but the, the you know, coming down the stretch, the Chiefs weren't winning by a lot of points. Um, you know, it was a close game with the Browns. Even before Mahomes got got knocked out of the game, uh, it was still a close game. So it's the, the Bills are a team that you should be worried about to some extent. It's not like this is going to be some cakewalk game. Uh, it's going to be a good one. So,
0: James Cortez, brother, coming in with with the hammer. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate your uh, joining the show and being a part. Uh, contain Kelsey Hill, Edwards Alaire, and Williams. Pressure and inter, intercept. But first of all, that first line is easier said than done. But that was also what was said. Milano said that same exact thing about Lamar Jackson. It's easier said than done when it comes to tackling him. Pressure and intercept Mahomes established the run. I don't know about the second part of that. I think to me, and uh, this is something we've talked about a lot on all of the Fanatic shows, the run game for the Bills is that short stuff, that short intermediate, not intermediate, but that short passing game stuff, whether it's in the flats, they don't run a lot of screen stuff. They, put, they potentially might in this football game uh protect allen and the ball if gabe davis can't play mckenzie or stills will well mckenzie's absolutely going to play target beasley often and early and often for me mm-hmm. Diggs brown Knox, mckenzie and still bills uh, the bills his score predictions bills 35 32 i take it mm-hmm. i take it i like the way he listed the receivers because i think that is the order
1: in the first quarter that's the order you target your guys in beasley Diggs, brown Knox,
0: mckenzie davis stills whoever the the, the other guy is James, thank you for the super chat. I'm going to leave it up there for a couple more seconds. Do you know what we have hmm? not seen yet this year? What? <laughs> we have not seen uh that little uh out and in route from Beasley. So the one that he scored the touchdown on against the the Cowboys on the Thanksgiving Day game, he scored right. like he scored like four or five touchdowns on that where he he goes out, dips out to to the outside and then cuts back in and Josh hits him straight over the middle on the seam. Right. We have not seen him run that route, but they have not completed that pass this year. Hmm. They have not completed that pass this year. Yeah. They haven't even they haven't even attempted it.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting point, actually, that, that, that they haven't done that at all. I think Beasley is kind of more uh, kind of turned into the whip route guy yeah. and, you know, the the short, the short, reliable type of a type of a pass.
0: Yeah. Billy Palumbo, thank you so much uh, for the super chat. There was nothing attached to this. Uh However, I don't if, if you have something you want to say, throw it in the chat. And if I can find it or. Uh, usually Clay is really good with fire. Yeah, I'll, too. I'll be
1: on the lookout yeah, for it. Yeah.
0: Throw, just throw it in there in a regular chat. Don't super chat me again. Just let me know. Tim Armstrong with the super sticker. Uh, I got to jump over to YouTube to see what it says. It's, uh, it's hype with a uh, it lo- what looks to be either a bear or it's a hippopotamus. I can't tell. Do you do you roll both chats? So I do side by side. I pull. I, pull I the sometimes YouTube. do. I have yeah. it this one. I pull the YouTube down on the other side so I can see what's going on over there at the same time. Uh, thank you for the super sticker, Tim Armstrong. You the man, uh, John. Thank you so much for being a part of the show in the super chat. Comes down to the last drive. Pro Bowl snub Poyer seals it with an interception. That's a a bold and fantastic prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully it's not on a Hail Mary.
1: Yeah, I think it comes down to predictions <laughs> uh, or, or excuse me. Uh, it's an interception uh, turnovers. Uh, if, if um wh- whoever gets the, t- whoever wins the turnover battle, turnover battle wins the game. I think it, it's as simple as that because it's two high octane offenses. So if you're in a shootout like that and you get an extra possession or two, that's, that's going to ultimately decide the fate of the game. So yeah, protect the football. I want to go back to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, pressure Mahomes, intercepts, establish a run. I'm a big fan of establish the pass. I'm going back to the 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 yeah. Gym, uh, the big one
0: you, yeah I can probably be yeah, yeah, yeah. So it for, me. It,
1: for me, it's uh, yeah. Let's talk about contain Kelsey and Hill first. Um, they contained Hill last time super well. Um, the the way that they did that, they they came out playing a really solid zone defense. Uh, they were they were rolling over and covering really well. Mahomes uh, was almost always looking at Hill, and he was almost never open. Um, you know if that was his first read. So they did a really good job running. That that zone they almost always had a safety that was 20 yards off the line of scrimmage before the snap so Mm -hmm. that's just what you have to do with Tyreek Hill when Pat Mahomes is the quarterback Uh, they can they can get you deep like that so you got to send a guy way way back there and it almost takes a guy out of the play that's why you're asking them to run the ball which is why you can't in theory stop Kelsey Hill Edwards and Williams it's almost impossible to do you have to let one of them get the yards. Yep. And so in my opinion, I'd rather it be the running backs again, let the running backs run. It's, it's slower than that usual high octane Kansas city offense. Um, And stopping Tyreek Hill is, is the key, I think. And then if you can get Kelsey along with it, amazing that that's, that's how you win the game.
0: There's something to be said for the game plan the last time with the Chiefs scoring 27 points. And if the bills can score 30, if they literally literally let Kansas city do the exact same thing that they did, same exact stats, same exact score, same exact everything. And the Bills score 30. We win. So uh, Adrian, thank you for being a part of the show. I can tell you this um, for the last hour and 19 minutes, not all chief fans. Respectful. Yeah, where
1: where have you been the whole time? <laughs> <We> needed you.
0: <laughs> Appreciate you being a part of the show, uh, Logan. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Welcome to the Humpday Hotline, uh, and thank you for the super chat. Bills and Packers for the Super Bowl is his pick, dude. It's uh, it's not it's not impossible. Uh, it's not uh, it's it's it would be. I I, I prefer that. I would. I'm a closet Green Bay fan. I've loved I loved Brett Favre, and now I love Aaron Rodgers, and I know a lot of people don't. That would be to me, you know, two of the smallest markets in the NFL, like vying for the Super Bowl. You know, what I mean, like to me, that would just be that would be just a lot of fun, uh, and what what a challenge that would be as well. I mean, stopping Devontae Adams, you know, obviously uh, Aaron Jones and 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 Tunyon and all those guys. I mean, it's uh 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 Scan what's 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 the other wide receiver? Velda Scantling. Yeah. I mean, it would just be incredible just to see. That'd be an incredible football game, in my opinion. So I don't know if you've got a thought on that. But
1: yeah, I mean, for me, it's uh, if if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl, either matchup uh, would be awesome. You know, it's either Aaron Rodgers versus uh, the guy who in my opinion plays the most like him uh, you know kind of is like the future of that type of player um and then Brady is the guy who owned this franchise for 20 years so you know either way you're 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 dethroning you have the chance to dethrone that guy that dominated you for so long or it's uh, a passing of the torch uh from from one quarterback with that play style to the next
0: yeah for sure eric thank you so much for the super chat you've been super active tonight we appreciate it Welcome once again into the Humpty Hotline. Uh, Bill's coaching team has championship game experience with Mc, uh, McDermott, Dable, and Frazier, 14 total, uh, question marks. So the Bills have that needed experience. It's funny because what doesn't get talked about often, um, I did talk about it in for the last Patriots game. Uh, the Bills do a very good job. Brandon Bean does a very good job of going out and finding players that aren't afraid of the big stage or have been a part of it. So even like Diggs, and the, and the comment that I made about Diggs with the Patriots game is like he comes in here with no experience of like, you know, they own us. They always own us. For Diggs, it was like, what? It's the Patriots. Like, we're just going to play, right? And like, mm-hmm. for, whereas for Buffalo, for years and years and years, you get told, you know, if you're a Bills player coming in, whether you're drafted or, you know, no, it's like, no, the Patriots, they just own us all the time. And Diggs just doesn't have that attitude. And there's a lot of guys, and it comes from the coaching staff as well. They just, they have the experience. It'll be. I don't remember which one was talking about it It might have been Diggs was talking about today just the preparation and how it's different and and he said it absolutely is different. He said it's definitely different but the coaches do a good job of keeping them kind of level and grounded I'm paraphrasing uh, and making sure that they're staying you know on point with what they need to be staying on point with but uh, any thoughts about the just the coaching ability as far as experience.
1: Uh, I think the coaching matchup this weekend is one of the more interesting ones. You know, it's Sean McDermott, a defensive minded coach and his former head coach that he used to coach for, who was awesome. the, the offensive coach. I just think that's really cool. And who's who's going to come out on top? I, I think, in my opinion, Sean McDermott won the last matchup as far as uh, a, a scheming um, perspective. He said run the ball and they did uh and i i think the defense got exactly what they wanted out of that game in the offense you know like i said the offense fell short so it's it's on Dable now to um to to catch up
0: do you think that uh do you think there was so as much so as much as you say that and uh, we got a couple super ch- super chats uh, backing up here um so remember the titans i'm sure that you've seen remember the titans yes mm-hmm. yep um there was the scene in, in remember the titans where uh coach uh, uh what's the what's what was uh denzel washington's character's name uh, Coach, Boone, Coach Boone says to Coach Yost, um, and he basically says, hey, I, you know, I've got some some plays, some trick plays that I've drawn up. And then Coach Yost says, well, the only time that we would need trick play or against Ed Henry. So the only time that we would see Ed Henry is in the state championship. And he was like, right. And that was early. I almost wonder if, like, if that game, that football game against the Chief Chiefs, as much as McDermott has come on, come out now and said that they got out coached in that football game, that was his quote: "We got out coached and we got out executed." I almost wonder if there was a little bit of gamesmanship and kind of just seeing what the Chiefs were going to do, with the expectation that we might see you guys again in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and just kind of see where that takes us or where the chips might, you know, get you know, a little bit of Intel, a little bit of film. So,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know if uh, Sean McDermott's not the kind of guy where he's ever going to go and be in being like, yeah, we might lose this game. I'm just going to do this. Um, you know, Look I think he was that, going right? in, I think he was going in with the intention to win, but I do think that it was definitely um, kind of a, we're going to, we're going to throw something different at you right. and we're we're going to see what you do about it. And I, and I think that's exactly what they did. Cause we, I don't think we've ever seen, you know, for the rest of the season, the, the chiefs don't usually uh, you know, keep patrick mahomes to 200 yards and and let the right. running backs do all the work it's not usually how they operate
0: so. yeah for sure and mahomes after that football game even said we could have passed if we wanted to we just chose not to because the run lanes were so huge they were giving us the run yeah so we just went with it so yeah
1: i i would disagree when i watched the film i would say they couldn't have they couldn't have passed as maybe as well as he made it is making it seem um because the their their guys were covered a lot of the time. Yeah. They, they, I think the Bills' defense did fantastic uh, covering up the pass game.
0: Too. So this is going to come down to people making one on solo tackles. They're, mm-hmm. it's, this game is going to come down to making solo tackles. Willem, uh, Willem, uh, thanks so much for being a part of the show. KC fans never bother to analyze, but their D sucks. I can't speak to that. I don't know KC fans that well, so <laughs> but their I don't defense,
1: know their, I don't know their D that well. So.
0: But their, their, their defense isn't uh, isn't the best defense, and they're probably the worst defense in the playoffs right now of the four teams that are left. John. Demarchi, thank you for the super chat. Fifty-one year old Bills fan, forty-six years, seven hundred games watched in. Uh, watched. Josh beat the R- beat Rivers, Lamar, Mahomes, Brady, Rogers. Also okay. Uh, would be the greatest run for a Bills fan ever. Yes, if he beat yes, if he beats all those players, Josh is the face of the league. They were saying that on Good Morning Football this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, JH55, uh just so Jerry Hughes and Poyer will make it so um, <clears throat> he's got a comment there. So I don't know if there was more that came after that or not. Um they were actually saying on Good Morning Football this morning that if if Josh Allen goes in and he like takes the hard road and he beats Patrick Mahomes and then he beats uh, Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl, that he legit is the face of the NFL next year yeah
1: and i mean he, he's already been on the hard road the bills have had one of the hardest schedules this so you know, like so far this season uh it. you know we can we can already knock down some pillars of who he's beat so far you know he's he's also gone toe-to-toe with russell wilson and and showed that he was the better quarterback on that day yeah. uh so uh, he, he, he i think he can go head to head against anybody he can go toe-to-toe with the best defenses um uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Other than I mean, have we really even seen them play any quarterbacks that are at an elite level? Other than other than Russell Wilson, I feel like not that many, at least.
0: No, the defense has done a pretty good job. So, ladies and gentlemen, you were watching the Humpty Hotline on the Buffalo Fanatics multicast network. We're getting ready to close this thing down. We got about four, three, four minutes left. Let's do game prediction as far as uh, score predictions for this football game. So, ladies and gentlemen uh if you've got a score prediction uh i'm gonna let clay go first and then i'm gonna be popping up your guys a score prediction there's uh there's 547 people watching this which is insane to me it's i'm gonna be honest with everybody and you clay and I, I i don't get sappy but i get a little mushy at times the fact that you guys like tune into this thing for an hour and a half and listen to clay and i ramble on like is i don't even know what the words are like it's it you can't describe it right like how do you i mean thank you is thank yeah. you enough
1: I, like, I don't know. It's uh, it's crazy. I never uh, last year I was just watching football. So right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> right. I was doing a podcast because I didn't feel like the radio station in town like shared my same opinions on things. So I was like, well, I'm gonna do my I'm gonna talk about it myself, and that's what I started doing. So uh, game prediction and tell me why you're, you've ended up with the score that you that you're that you're landing on.
1: Right. So I I've said it before, uh, if the bills play their best football, they can beat anyone. So, um, obviously because I'm a bills fan, I'm going to pick the bills to win if I truly believe that that statement's true. So for me, uh, I'm going to say if Patrick Mahomes is playing, uh, 34 to 31 bills, it could be even closer than that. It could be a one point game. Um, but I think, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be the shootout that we deserved in week six. Um, uh, I think it's actually going to happen this time. And, um, if, Patrick, if uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, I think it's going to be 34-17. I don't think we're going to struggle with Chad Henney.
0: Gotcha. Uh, so before I give mine, here's the quick question. Uh, oh, So Brian Bauer is going to throw uh, his his prediction into the uh, Bills Mafia Time to Shine. So for those of you that don't know the Overreaction uh, Sports Podcast, I do a pregame show every week, and uh, I ask for you guys to take your phone and turn on your voice recorder and record your hot take into your phone and then email it to me at overreactionsports at gmail.com. And uh, Brian Bowers gets his in every single week. Before I get to my prediction, I've already told my daughter, my 14-year-old daughter, who is madly in love with the Buffalo Bills. And she's a great football fan and and, and loves this team and loves Josh Allen. Uh, I'd love to know in the chat and from you as well, win or lose, are you headed to the airport after the football game? Win or lose? I I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, like if, if I'm going to the airport, if I decide to go in general, uh, then yeah, I would I would be there, win or lose, doesn't matter. The, the, yeah. The w- after the run they had this season, absolutely.
0: Winner, win or lose, Bills Mafia in the comments section. You guys going to the airport after this football game? Uh, Ryan C- Sailback, take the super check. Like I said earlier, two scores: Buffalo 37-27, or thirty-eight twenty-seven. Buffalo one TD run back for uh, run back for and kickoff. One TD run we back kickoff. So that's, so that's, is that a defensive touchdown and a special teams like in the Dolphins game, or is that just one? And that's something we haven't even talked about is the fact that we are on this defensive, like defensive special team scoring kick, much like the Dolphins were through the middle of the season when Tua came into play, like the, 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 the freaking defense is like, they're bringing it. They're bringing points. Um, so, yeah. So Leo Phillips says, I wish I could. Uh, Billy Palumbo says 28, 20 bills. Thank you, sir. Uh when I'm headed there, 31 to 20. If anybody goes, I'm just letting you guys know that my my daughter and I will be there. So yes, yeah, CJ Stein says yes. So my prediction for this football game, 100 says Grady going to the, going to the, going to the airport. Uh, this is tough for me because I like to be a realist, um, and I'm not Adam Nanini, so I'm not exactly going to pick against the Bills. Although I hope he does because he's picked against the Bills. In the pregame, for the last I think how whatever the streak is that we're on, he's picked against them every time, and they've yep. and the Bills have won. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it literally comes down to I think Mahomes is going to score points. I think they're going to score in that upper echelon of twenty, high twenties, um, because they're going to do what they do, and they're gonna, and they do what they do well. The question is, is can their defense stop this Bills team? And I would go as far as to say this: it's not about can the defense stop the Bills team, the Bills offense. Is it's will the Bills offense stop the Bills offense? right Mm -hmm. i mean i think that's where we're where we're at if they find rhythm and flow if they find their mojo boho mojo if they find their mojo i think the bills can score 35 points on that football team uh when Mm -hmm. you look at the teams they've played this season the chiefs that is the points they've had put against them i know what their average is i think i think the bills win this football game i'm going to probably say like 35 27 that's probably my prediction my game prediction 35 27 and it's closer than the score sounds does that make sense
1: yeah, I mean, I think the, the game was... Well, actually, I'm not going to say that the game is closer than the score sounds for the last game. The statistics for the last game were skewed because uh, yeah. the, the Bills just weren't playing good football. But they even still, they made it close,
0: you know? So... Yeah. I mean, it's, we all know what it's like when it's like when somebody, when it's the score is is not as close as it sounds. When a team wins by seven points, but like you hammered them. It's mm-hmm. going to be the opposite for me. I think it's 35-27, but I think the the, the game is closer. I think we're feeling that we're feeling it through all of the game right so is there's a bunch of bunch of chiefs fans in here bunch of chiefs Mm -hmm. fans in here uh thank you for the energy uh lady i'm gonna richard's in here richard says uh bill's 31 30 uh not too bad i don't mind that at all so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up here on the Hump Day Hotline on the Buffalo Fanatics uh, Multicast Network. I'm your host, Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. And I have a podcast that comes out every single post game, but I also do a pregame show uh, called the Overreaction Sports Podcast. You can find it on any platform where you listen to podcasts. That is my co host, Clay Troy. Clay, tell them where to find you. Hey, you can
1: find me over here at ClayTroy on Twitter. Uh, follow me there and uh, judge me for my opinions. Um, and then you can also find me anywhere you can find a podcast. I hope the, I host the bills counter, or excuse me, the Buffalo counterpoint podcast um, where uh, I always talk about the, uh, the other team and try to give perspective um, about that other team. Usually I like to bring someone in from uh, an, the opposing team's podcast, you know, a fan, something like that. I haven't been able to do it the past couple of weeks because of the short notice. So it's been yeah. tough, but yeah, um, you know hopefully you know if we if we do get to the next game, uh if we do, I got two weeks, so uh you know, nice. hopefully, hopefully able to find someone in that case. But uh yeah, check me out there as well. Closing thoughts. Um, it's gonna be close no matter what. If Patrick Mahomes is in the game, it's gonna be close. I, I do think it's gonna be the shootout that we deserved in week six. I, I don't think awesome. it's gonna be anything I like that so. low-scoring thing. Um, because it's the playoffs, everyone's everyone's ramped up. I think Josh. Um, is, is a little more settled now. He's going to be seeing his guys way more open than he did last week.
0: Yep. yep. Um,
1: so uh, I think it's going to be a shootout. And whoever gets the ball last or whoever gets the turnovers, that
0: team's going to win. Yeah. So for me, it's just about enjoying this football game and coming out with victory. So Bills Mafia, enjoy this football game. Whatever you got to do, take it in, soak it in. It's been an amazing season, and let's hope for a continuation, and let's hope for another episode or two, actually, of the Hump Day Hotline with myself, mm-hmm. Joe Miller, and Clay Troya. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. Go Bills. Go Bills.